Welcome once again to the Party of One podcast, the actual play RPG podcast where the gaming table is always set for two. I'm your host as always, Jeff Stormer. I am so happy to be back. We took a little bit of a hiatus for the holidays to relax and recharge, and I am feeling good. I am happy to be back, and this week on the show, I am joined by my good friend, Alex Perlman, for a game of, let me check my notes, an unnamed My Little Pony RPG that Alex Perlman found printed out in his new house when he moved in. Hell yeah, I I could not be more excited about this episode. I've been excited to release it for a good long while. A few notes, some context before we dive in. Um, Alex gives the full description of the the game and the history behind it uh, on the episode itself, but I do want to say that uh, pretty much what it says in the title is accurate. This is an RPG that that he found printed out in his house when he moved in. And I felt it was my journalistic uh, obligation to play this game for you live on the air. Because when you find a printed out forums-based My Little Pony RPG in a, in a friend's house at their housewarming party, you have to play it for your podcast. That's the rule. Now, I will say up front, names have been changed to protect the innocent. Uh, or more accurately, we have removed the reference to the actual name of the game that we played, as well as renamed a few of the abilities. For two reasons. One, like, I could not find ac- who actually made this. And frankly, if they turned out to be an asshole, I did not want to, like, put their work on a pedestal. And B, I, I couldn't find any evidence of who made this or how old it was or anything like that. And so I didn't want to put some random person's work on blast. And it felt like it felt against the spirit of the show to do that. But at the same time, like, it felt like I absolutely had to play this game and celebrate the finding of this absolutely weird object when my one of my good friends moved into his house. And so this is the compromise that we made. And that's kind of the perspective that I'm going into the episode with, just so you have an idea of what to expect when you get into the fan-made My Little Pony RPG that Alex Perlman found in his house with Alex Perlman. Anyway, with all that said, Alex is promoting the album release recording of his Them Boys podcast co-host Satoyo. That is on February 16th at Helium Comedy in Philadelphia. You can find a link to that in the show notes, and Alex will talk more about it on the episode. And for now, we're going to throw it over to me in the past so that he can get started with the show. Take it past me. Thanks, you, Jeremy. Uh, this week is a very, very, very special episode. I am joined by Alex Perlman. Alex, thank you so much for coming on Party of One. Thanks, President Jeff. Thank you. Nobody ever thanks President Jeff, and I appreciate it. No, I, um, I, you know, I, I bet it's weird because having, one, done the show before, um, and two, listen to the show. I'm wondering how many people have been on the show who haven't listened. And then you're just like, I'm going to count us down. And then you just go, thanks, future me. How you doing? And it, it, it must be odd for him. But then again, podcasts have been around for 15 years. So I think we all just kind of accept. At a, certain, the- at a certain point, I'm going to say, how are you? And you just say, nice. It's nice to be here. At the end of the day, can we all just admit that we're men in our mid thirties who still act like eight year olds who find their dad's tape recorder who are doing their own radio show. It's, Frankly, in it's the entire industry, and I it's appreciate entire it. Industry, <laughs> I appreciate of eight-year-olds in thirty-year-old men's bodies walking around pretending that they're interviewing David Lee Roth. I love it's, it. It's it's and, magical. And I want to I want to get my promotion out of the way because it's the reason why I'm finally doing the show again. A lot of your guests, I've listened to a bunch of episodes. A lot of your guests have been really great, and they come on, they promote their own games or they promote an event they're doing, or they promote their own Patreon. I'm promoting none of these things for myself. I'm actually here to promote the uh, a friend of mine who I do a podcast with, uh, my friend Satoyo. 
is doing a live album, comedy album taping uh, in Philadelphia at Helium Comedy Club on February 16th. Uh, it is going to be an amazing show. Uh, it is an eight o'clock show. You can go to heliumcomedy.com. He is going to be recording an album live. If you like comedy, if you like this podcast, if you like good people, if you like to see a man who lotions regularly and also looks very good in, in a large sleeveless cardigan, um, that is this is the show to go to. That um, listen, listen. For far too long, the the audience of people that want to see the man who lotions regularly and looks good in a long sleeveless cardigan have been underserved in the world of comedy album recordings, and finally, we're we're giving something to them. Exactly, and exactly, and if you think you're like, hey, well, I want to get a taste of what you know his comedy would sound like you can listen to satoyo in my podcast uh them boys uh we're recording this in early december i believe this episode is going to be released in january that's correct um so hopefully we're still doing the podcast by that point because as everyone who does a podcast knows these things are about to be ended at any time <laughs> especially especially when it's done with someone else that's why i respect the hell out of your podcast because it's you with a constant stream of guests that is genius. I've tried doing a one-man podcast. I made it five episodes. Um, couldn't stand the co-host. It was me. Uh, I tried doing, I've been done multiple two-man podcasts, and eventually one of us usually, you know, gets bored. And in fact, Them Boys podcast is technically on its second season uh, because we canceled the podcast for 18 months. But then the world lit on fire and we were locked at home. So I said, let's go ahead and restart it. It's a fun podcast. We talk a lot about comedy politics, the news, social justice, all those different things. Um, think about the way how all of those uh, all those douche guys who you don't like have all those Joe Rogan clone podcasts. Imagine that for softer people, uh, our type of people. You know what you know what I'm talking about. All right. That's what our show's there for. Um, so yeah, check out check out that show. But more importantly, February 16th, 2022. Uh, which is the year you're listening to this right now, but not the year recording it. Uh, go check out Satoya at heliumcomedy.com. Tickets are probably somewhere between 20 to 28 bucks. I'm sorry you guys missed out on the Cyber Monday deal, uh, but that was a long time ago by the time this episode's come out. It was, it was. Um, so are you listening to me, future listener? I know you're listening to me present, Jeff. So let's get on with the show. Let's do it. Let's do it. Because we have one of the most important uh, recordings that we've ever done on Party of One here today. Uh, the game that we are playing is, uh, as you, as the listeners know from the title of the episode, a fan-made My Little Pony RPG that Alex Perlman found in his house. Yes. <laughs> I, I Can you please explain the history yes. of this game? So, so I recently bought a 91-year-old home in, uh, <laughs> in southeastern Pennsylvania. And, you know, when you buy an older home, you expect to find weird things, you know, like maybe an underground railroad tunnel. Uh, maybe, you know, secret gold, uh, you know, maybe some fan, like some shady family history inside of a wall. Uh, I was cleaning my house in preparation for a housewarming party. Uh, there's a built-in bookcase and I was resetting the levels of the shelves. And on the top shelf, I found a piece of paper, uh, that I touched with my human ungloved hand, um, that was titled and it is a double side printed me and my, don't want to point that it is double-sided um and it is i i'm staring at this thing confused and that's when i discovered that it was the first two pages of an open source my little pony tabletop rpg 
Like, and specifically, it is a, a My Little Pony Dungeons and Dragons mashup RPG, but also not the officially licensed Dungeons no. and Dragons My Little Pony mashup RPG. No, if you type if you type My Little Pony RPG into Google, this will not come up, which is such a crazy deep dive to me. <laughs> and so the other thing that I think the listeners should know is my, the third floor of my attic is, is fit. My house is finished. Up there is where I put all of my gaming stuff. So eventually that is going to be where I do all my tabletop games. When I have people over. I put my toys up there. I put my video games, all this stuff. And it's it's my, like, everyone's like, oh, it's your man cave. Well, when you open the door to that, there is a giant, a giant My Little Pony sticker on the door. Now, when we bought this home, we bought it for a woman, a, a grandmother who bought this for her daughter and her daughter's five-year-old child. So when I opened the door and saw the My Little Pony sticker, I assumed because this was the playroom for a five-year-old. When I found the RPG, that is when I discovered that that room and the sticker were not for a child, but they may have been an area where a man stored his jars, let's say. So, um, yeah, so so when I found this, I got very excited because I literally found this days before... Uh, Jeff and his partner were coming over to my house for my housewarming party. So uh, throughout the day, I would take people to my attic and and I would say, "Would you like to see the treasure?" And I presented to them. Uh, it, the website's still up, still running. It has um, it it has art. Um, I realized today, as I was preparing for this, though, I've never actually watched My Little Pony, like the modern. The modern version of My Little Pony. I've never seen a single episode of it. I know heavily about it because I've been online. Because <laughs> I exist on the internet. Sure, I exist on the internet, and like, like I know there's a lot of stuff I know. Like I know that it's in Equestria, and I know what's the, the princess's name? Princess. Um, it's not Celestia. It's and it is Celestia. It's Celestia. Is it Celestia? Yeah. I think it's Princess Celestia. I think it's on page one of the of the. It is in fact Princess Celestia. I didn't yeah. know. I knew that despite also having never seen My Little Pony. Yeah, and I, and there's I, Rainbow Bright or whatever Rainbow Dash, Rainbow Sparkle, Sparkle, Rainbow Dash. No Rainbow Dash. You're right. Wait, is Rainbow Dash? Wait, wait, is it Rainbow Sparkle or is it Rainbow Dash? I, I feel like now. I feel like one of those is a Mario Kart uh, track. Rainbow Dash. Rainbow Dash is okay. for My Little Pony. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so I've been through, so, so this whole thing has taken me emotionally many places, but this is the reason why I'm glad I'm friends with Jeff, Jeff Stormer, uh, ladies and gentlemen, anyone listening to the podcast, cause let me tell you what's great about Jeff. Jeff will do the one thing that no other friend will do in the world. You can present Jeff with any game, any board game or memory game or anything in the history of the world. And Jeff will learn the rules enough to play it. Like I cannot do, I cannot start at zero with a game I've never played. I have to at least watch four walkthroughs or play it with someone who else who has ever played it because I, it's not that I refuse to read the rules. I just refuse to actually like understand, like grok the rules. I never, I'll be like, yeah, you roll dice and then you move. And it's like, well, okay, well, there's more to it than that. There's wheat. Like that's what Jeff would explain. I would never explain to people the wheat involved. So I'm very excited for this game. Um, I think 
I was asking you before if I needed dice. You said I need a D20. I need a 20-sided dice uh, from my scan of the rules, which admittedly has not been super deep, but I think enough that I can so run I, a I have I have your typical. I have I have two sets of dice. I have the set of dice that you can buy for Dungeons & Dragons from Target, and then I have the metal set of dice that you can buy for Dungeons & Dragons on Amazon. Good. So that's... Guys, I'm a, I'm deep into the board game world. Um, so I'm going to go... I think let me I'll choose my character name and then I'll choose my dice based on that. All right, all right, all right, all right. So yeah, give us your give us your pony name. Talk okay. us through how you found your pony name first. Okay. So first I've been I've I've been very I've been very hesitant to go pony on main. Um I just want to be very clear about that. I feel it's very scary to go pony on main, uh, which the man who lived here, who lived in this house as a rental, clearly wasn't afraid of. Um that being said, I started thinking of different things. I went to a My Little Pony name generator website, um, which I also, I didn't want to type in My Little Pony name generator into Google. So I just typed MLP, which got me some workarounds. And actually at seventhsanctum.com, uh, doesn't even call it a My Little Pony name generator. They just call it Magical Legend Pony Namer, uh, which I think is the best wit workaround <laughs> Like the best way to not get a copyright strike for your own website I've ever heard. <laughs> I appreciate uh, <laughs> I appreciate their fear of a copyright over a My Little Pony name generator. <laughs> yes. Um, so I I think I think what I'm gonna do is oh, here's a Pinterest name generator. First letter of your first name, last letter of your last name. If I do that, my name is Moon Dancer Rally. I don't like that. That sounds dumb. So I'm going to go with the better name, the one I actually thought up with my own brain while driving home from work today. Uh, my my little pony name is Butterfly by Crazy Town. <laughs> Sugar baby. I need a second. Uh, I need a second. So I guess <laughs> this is where I would get into the deep weeds with you about being a podcaster. Are you allowed to edit in any <laughs> clips of the song Butterfly by Crazy Town? Like just enough of a snippet, just a. I, I think I think you guys should because people will stop the podcast right here, <laughs> listen to listen. just enough butterfly, and then remember what 1999 was like and when how much all, potential we all had. When we all had hope about the future. So uh, yes, I and and I I want to be clear. I don't want to do lead into the trope of you know the, the brony sex weird stuff with this. Um, from here on out, we're playing this game straight. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, as I, 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 I as Butterfly say, by Crazy, crazy Town. Town. I um, wanna, yeah, I, I want to say I, I feel the same way. I think that... Uh, I think, I think that, it's too easy. It's too easy of a joke, and everybody's sick of it. Agree. And I think that really, truly, like, the thing is, is that the thing that I wanted to do on this episode, the heart, the core of this episode to me, is really to celebrate, not that it's a My Little Pony RPG, because there are many of those. And I think that, you know, if that's if that's your prerogative, Jason, I think the magic is that you found this in your house. Well, the magic is that our, I found this in our house, but the true magic is in our friendship that is, is letting us play it together. It is. It is that is you've dragged me into this. Um, all right. So butterfly. I, can I can I say something? I hope I hope this is the podcast episode that they quote in our obituaries. <laughs> I hope so too. I want to be remembered for that. If if anything happens to me, I would like my obituary to say Alex Perlman, avid my little pony RPG. Excuse <laughs> me. Uh, avid my little pony role-playing game podcasting enthusiast. Fair. I can make that happen. 
Okay. Top Google search from here on out. Top Google Every, search. Everyone should listen to this episode. I, I'm looking forward to cut clips of this, spread them on TikTok. I don't care. All right. So we got to we, we have to make the pony uh, butterfly by crazy town. So the first thing we have to do is we have to figure out your attributes. And the way that we figure out your attributes is you have, hold on, there's a number. I have to find it. You have, you have all of your attributes start at five. You have four attributes. Your four attributes are brawn. How good you are at rough and tumble physical tasks. Precision, how good you are at precise movements. Knowledge, basically book smarts. And horse sense, how good you are at noticing things and relating to people. Okay. All of your attributes start at five and you have eight points to put between them. Okay. I, I would like you, because I, you said horse sense and every, every memory I've ever had, it vanished. I don't remember. I don't remember the smell of my grandmother's hair now. So if you could repeat for me what those are again, as seriously as possible, because horse sense. Okay. Go brawn. ahead. It's brawn. Brawn. Precision. How could you be a, pre- okay. How can you be a precise horse? Cause magic and friendship okay. and, and, and Dex horses pick, they pick locks on the show. They do all kinds of stuff with hooves. Okay. Yeah. All right. Brawn precision. Okay. Knowledge. Knowledge. And horse sense. I'm writing it down. I'm actually writing this down because I. Okay. All right. All your stats, all your stats, all your attributes start at five and you have eight points. You can allocate allocate between them. Nothing can go higher than 10. Okay. So I have eight extra points. Yeah. 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 Okay. So I feel like. I feel like I should go, I should use horse sense as a dump stat immediately. Okay. Like I'm going to dump everything into, I think that's the reverse. I'm going to dump everything into horse sense. So I'm going to max out horse sense. So your horse sense is 10, which means you have three more points to put yes. into your other stats. So I'm a 10 there. I do not have any information as Alex Perlman about the world of my little pony. So I'm leaving knowledge at five. We're going to okay. go. That's, yeah, sure. That should be fine. Um, I believe anyone who listens, who listens avidly to Crazy Town, the, the, the album Crazy Town by the band Crazy Town, because it was, it was, a song self, it was a self-titled album. They would go pretty hard into Braun. Um, so I'm going to go, I'm going to put two points into Braun. So I'm seven in Braun. That feels right. And I'm just going to put my last point into precision because again, I don't understand how a horse can be precise. We'll figure it out. <laughs> it is bothering me so much. <laughs> like, like, here's the thing. Here's what's crazy about this, right? Like, here's what's here's what's crazy town about this, right? Like, I understand a horse having brawn. I can accept a horse having knowledge. Horse sense, half that word is horse. We're good. Precision, though. Is such an insane. You ever watch a you ever watch a horse race? You ever see a horse gracefully gallop through obstacles? Can I tell you something? I I grew up with a horse. I actually my family. <laughs> I, did, I did not know that. Holy shit! I I rode horses <laughs> my entire life. Holy fuck! I did not know that. My wife's family are jockeys. Like <laughs> horses are in my, like like like. I don't think you guys understand like how deep. Like my mom had a horse. It lived in our backyard. When when my mom got married, the week before she married my dad, my dad used to have a joke. He said, when I married your mom, I thought I was going to get 50 bucks and a station wagon. 
But the week before they got married, my mom sold her station wagon and bought a horse. <laughs> and her exact reasoning was, well, we already had a car. We don't need two. <laughs> but we need a horse. So she bought a horse and the horse was named Jesse. And but Jesse's full name, because horses um, have longer names. And they, know, they have, have to have these... a name that has to involve a number, if I'm not mistaken. No, it doesn't have to involve a number. Okay. It, it has to be. But it has to be original, like no other horse to, to, to be a racehorse and to have all this different stuff, like to have it registered. Mm-hmm. You can't use the same name. I think it's like 50 years or 30 years. Okay. So like there's a famous horse named Man of War. Um, so a lot of horses are from the Man of War stock and all this different stuff. Uh, Jesse was from part of like one of those ones. But Jesse's full name, uh, believe it or not, was Jesse's girl. The, the horse was named after the song. Jesse's girl. So uh, this only ever comes up when my mom, my sister, and I get drunk together. And then we go to the jukebox and put on Jesse's girl and scream at everyone at the bar. This is for our dead horse. So that being said, I do not understand how a horse can have precision. Um, so I want to be clear. I'm an expert in this. <laughs> I I, dou- I doubted you and I was wrong to do that. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Well, now we've got to pick your skills. Oh, Jesus. All right. I need a piece of paper. Okay. Uh, well, well so, so your skills, you only pick. Um, you are these only... like feats? These are like feats, like in other games? Uh, so we've got to get your, we'll get your abilities next. Oh, which no. is going to be the God. longest part of this. I'm going to have we're... to share some documents with you. <laughs> we're 30 minutes in. Um, you're, you know what? You know what? You're right. We're we're gonna streamline. We're gonna we're gonna cut out abilities for the sake of this podcast just, if, recording. If you just want to throw them at, just throw one at me. If you just want to give me names, I'll pick a name. I don't care what the actual thing is. Um, here, here's what I'll do. Here's what we'll do. Okay. What is this? What is your what is your expert skill? The thing that you're really really good at. Every pony has one. It usually has something to do with your cutie mark. It's going to be tied to one of your four skills, and it's going to give you a plus five bonus to that to that skill. It is kind of underneath one of your attributes. I don't know what any of those words meant. You lost me a cutie mark. <laughs> the cutie mark is the tattoo on the back of the My Little Pony. Okay, why are horses tattooed? I don't. That's the magic. That's where their magic lives. Is in their little tattoo on their on their on their haunch. <laughs> we said we weren't going to make this sexual. So okay, so so I have to pick something tied to horse sense. Is that what I'm picking? Or- uh, you can make it tied to any of your four attributes. What's okay. the thing that you're? What's the thing that Butterfly by Crazy Town is really really good at? Can we? Can I go? I was dancing. 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 Yeah. <laughs> well, Proven. That's gonna go under precision. But yes. No. All right. So you're gonna roll. You're gonna get a plus five when you're dancing, which is gonna be a precision roll. Other precision based things would be will be at your standard plus. Will be at your stick. Will be. Will, you won't get that plus five bonus. Okay. When you're dancing, you get plus five. What are the two other things? What are the two things that you've been trained in? The two things that you that you've got a background in that aren't your expert skill, but that you've got some uh, some knowledge in. These things will give you an extra plus three to those skills. Okay, so I feel like Butterfly by Crazy Town would be very good at uh, bumming menthol cigarettes off someone. So maybe bartering. Bartering, bartering? feels good. Bartering. bartering? Feels good. So okay, uh, that's, that's that's gonna go under horse sense. Oh, yeah, baby. He's getting free. I'm at a 15 or whatever that role is going to be. Uh, it's a 13 because this is your trained skill and not your expert skill. <laughs> this is the Pathfinder of horses. Okay. 
Um, okay, so I'm gonna do. I'm just no, gonna... no. The Pathfinder of Horses is My Little Pony, the Pathfinder thing that's an officially licensed supplement. That's not this. Oh God. Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna just put down bartering, and I have to do one other thing. One other thing. Um, I guess you know, I is what would, what would just be having a good time. That would be partying. I'm gonna put that as partying under horse sense. Again on horse sense. Okay. So if I'm partying. But I, I want to put a little addendum on that though, because Butterfly by Crazy Town, he's fun for the first like three and a half hours. Oh yeah, then it gets dark real it quick. Dark. <laughs> it's like there's this weird turn, and like if you aren't paying attention, you don't know why it went dark. But if you're paying attention, you're like, why was that the moment? And so, also, also if you're paying attention, you know the moment. You know, oh, yeah. the, you know to the oh, minute. You yeah. see it in you see it in his face. You see it in his posture. You're like, ah, oh, fuck. I actually, uh, I really, I gotta go now. <laughs> I want to. Also, I want to say that butter. So every other, every other pony in in Equestria, their cutie mark may be on their behind, but Butterfly by Crazy Town, his cutie mark is actually two star tattoos on his sh- like on his front haunch shoulder. Okay, sure. Um, exactly like, I guess the lead singer of. Crazy. I'm not sure if he was just the rapper or the lead singer. If you list listeners, if you look up Crazy Town, you will see the man's never worn a shirt because he has two star tattoos. Yeah, I know the exact right on like right on his upper pecs, like where the pecs meet the shoulder. That is what my horse is. That's that's Butterfly by Crazy Town. All right. And now the other question, and we'll just have you write down three of them and we'll figure out what the, what the, what the abilities for them are later. If they come up and play great, if not, we've at least just colored out this world a little bit. I think the world is very colored as it is, but okay. Um, We're trying to, I'm, I'm not even in between lines anymore, buddy. Go ahead. What are the, what are your three abilities, which are kind of like your feats? What are your three special powers that you have as butterfly by, er, Wait, by crazy dancing, Devil? bartering and partying? Aren't my, no, powers? those are, those are your skills. You have Matt, you have extra magic powers on top of that. Okay. Okay. Um, Kind of like how, how rainbow dash can fly on a rainbow. You've got like cool magical things that you can do that no other pony can do. Okay. Well, now number one, um, is going to be passing, passing a test I can't pass. Um, we all know what I mean. Okay. So I shouldn't be able to pass this test. All right. Okay. But I'm going to pass the test. I'm going to get the job. Okay. Sure, yeah. <laughs> they're not testing me. They're testing my cousin. They don't know it. Uh, but I'm just going to write pass. Pass a test. Sure. Pass a test. Once per, once per session, you can, once per session, you can pass a challenge despite not having any related skills or abilities or something that you shouldn't be able to Because of my lack of precision. Uh, Because you're a horse. (laughs) Horse. Uh, Number two, I think Butterfly by Crazy Town. Uh, Clearly, uh, clearly he has, um, I I would like to say this the best way possible. He's a one hit wonder. Okay, um, sure. So uh, I, I don't know how that would translate. I think that would like maybe he has like, you know, he has like one good strike, like once I, a, a whatever, like a oh, power see, strike. I was gonna take it much more literally and say, like, if you try if you introduce yourself as butterfly by crazy town, people go, Oh yeah, I heard that song you did. <laughs> I love that. That's better. I was gonna go for like a one punch man thing, but like, or maybe like just if I could use it once, but if one hit wonder, so much better. Um and the last one is going to be, so I was thinking a lot about Butterfly by Crazy Town on my commute home. And um, I'm so sorry. It's so the only thing 
that I could remember about it besides the song existing is that it actually is in the soundtrack for uh, I believe it was Orange County. It is. It is Orange County. There's a whole dance scene. There's a whole dance scene with cheerleaders, and it's the only thing used. It's like the only they were like, and it was used like six months after the song was done. Yeah, like we were all over the song, and they were like, ah, we already just made this movie. Um, so I guess my third power is going to be Colin Hanks. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Once per session, you can summon Colin Hanks to help you out with a mission of your choosing. All right. Is it weird that that was like one of that was the the, the Ghostbuster past Egon? That was like his last film. Um. All right. They want to bring no, everybody hold down. Hold on. Hold on. Pause. Pause this. This may or may not make the recording. But wait. Say say that again. The guy who played Egon. Oh yeah. The, his ghost in that movie. A go- okay. Yeah. That was his. That is his last. Oh, I, I believe that was. Orange County was his last film alive. I believe that is correct. Yeah, I, I don't think he passed away like soon after that. But he like fully retired after playing the dean in Orange County. Harold Ramis. Yeah, Harold Ramis. Harold is the, Ramis, is the dean of of Ox, not Oxford. It's it's not Stamford. It's fuck. I actually I, here's the thing, uh, Alex Perlman. Um, you. Oh, I, I need to apologize. Actually, he. Uh, it does not look like. Oh wait, no, here it is. No, he was in movies after that. Okay, he was, he was in Walk Hard. I don't remember that, and he was also in oh, Year he's, One. He's His one final the... appearance was in Year One. I apologize. The final thing that he was in that had an impression on me as a person to record this podcast was when he played Don Durkett in Orange County. He is. I I know now that you say that he's in Walk Hard. I know exactly who he was and what scene he shows up in in Walk Hard. He is one of the. Oh, yeah, no, he's one of the rabbis. Yeah, yeah he's one of the rabbis. He's one of the investors. Yep. And his name is literally in Walkhard, Lahayim. Tying it all the way back to my last, like four years ago, I was on this podcast. And that joke would make a lot more sense there. Okay, let's, uh, I'm ready. I think, I think we prepped. I think we have as well. But now I'm distracted trying to remember what college that Colin X is trying to go to and is trying to go is this, like UC Berkeley or something. It's something. I think it might be Berkeley. It's not, it's whatever. Some prestigious like college. Now I got to look up the plot. I'm yeah. not going to lie to you. Alex Roman. That movie was really important to me. It's Stanford. Was, it's Stanford. It's Stanford. When yeah. I was, when I was 15, that movie was really, really important to That's me. That's the one. Of, <laughs> yeah. And that I, movie. <laughs> yes. 2002's and like, <laughs> Orange County starring. Oh, I could have summoned Jack Black. Oh. Nobody thinks of the Orange County as a Jack Black movie, though. It's a Jack Black movie. It's a Jack Black movie, but no one thinks about it. No one thinks about this movie. What am I saying? But that's not what, listen, but that's not what the future listeners are here to talk about. They're here to hear us do some serious clopping. You know, and I think, I think we owe it to you. I think we're ready. I think we're ready. Um, So what's your pony name? uh, Oh, I am the, I'm the pony handler. That's somehow worse. <laughs> That's somehow worse. I think. Okay. Yeah. Um. So. So our story opens. Um. Butterfly by Crazy Town. We are on the day of the the biggest party uh, that Equestria has ever seen. What are we celebrating today? Um. Honestly, like we're just we're just out here. You know, it's we're just you know just life, man. Like, you Life. know, like I, sometimes you just like you sit back and you think about like, yo, where did our where did our cutie pies come from? I don't know. Like, 
how how do so many horses operate soda fountains? I don't know, but it works, you know, like they it were, just works. You know what you need to operate a soda fountain? Yeah. Precision. I know. <laughs> um, so 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 here's the thing. Here's the okay. here's the problem. You have we you have been you have been tasked, butterfly by crazy town, the best barter or the best party organizer. You have been tasked with organizing refreshments for this party. Okay. Uh, what is the what is the first thing that you're going to pick up? Okay, so I'm gonna go. Um, so I'm gonna. So it's a party. My thoughts, and this would the butterfly by Crazy Town's thoughts is obviously I'm not getting store soda. Like I'm not getting brand soda. No, God um, no. So I would. I, he would probably go to like wherever the closest um, Family Dollar or Dollar Tree or the Equestria equivalent. Like, but he he did. Ask for money because guys, we should all chip in a little bit, oh. like to get soda. So he he asked everybody for like a couple extra bucks, um, and, and like you know, like he he estimated exactly what it would be for store brand soda, but then went to Family Dollar, and everyone's expecting him to bring like cans or single servings for each other, but instead he buys like a ton of one liters, <laughs> like not two, no, one don't. liters. And like, and none of them, like he only gets like four or five that are cola. The rest are like a lot of orange soda, a lot of great, a lot of champagne, cola, champagne, cola, um, like a weird amount of ginger beer, like, but in a plastic bottle. So it's not good. No. Um, and, and three bottles of cotton candy, oh, which no. is, oh, no. if you know, you know, um, give me. Give me a bartering roll. Oh hell yeah! To see to see what you find when you get to the get to the store. Okay, this one feels this this one. I'm going green plastic on this one. Okay, barter feels like a green. And plastic. you're gonna roll. So you're gonna roll d20 plus Bro. your plus your horse sense. Fifteen. Plus your plus your plus bartering. ten. And my bartering is plus eight. Yeah. So you're able to find all of that. You're able to find the champagne cola. You're able to find a couple bottles of coconut. You're able to find uh, you're able to find the cotton candy. You find a you find a big red. This is the only name brand soda you buy, which is big red. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I rolled a I rolled a 33 in cheating my friends out of name brand soda. <laughs> this is the greatest game I've ever played. Um, however, here's the problem, though. OK, those three bottles of cola have been stolen. No, no, there's no actual cola in the place. And you know this because you can see, you know, you're you're checking the expiration dates because you don't want to get like the newest soda because like, you know, that's not the coldest. You want the coldest soda, which is the soda that's closest to expiration date. Yep. So you got to find the you got to find the older ones. You got to go all the way in the back. The cashier is watching you take out single liter bottles and set them next to you as you check the expiration dates on soda. Yep. And you notice that the expiration dates don't line up where all of the cola has been stolen out of this convenience store. Okay. You go to the cashier, you ask about it, and they're like, yeah, somebody's been stealing the cola from our uh, our pony dollar. Yeah. That's messed up, man. Who would ever, who would ever come to a pony dollar and steal? Like, I don't know, but whoever. But everything's whoever, a dollar. But whoever solved this, they'd probably get all the free store brand cola they wanted. Also, we throw in this T-shirt of uh, we throw in this uh, Iron Maiden T-shirt from that has Eddie on the front stirring a cauldron, and then you turn it over and you know what's on the back? 
What? The exact same drawing of Eddie stirring a cauldron. All right. Which is uh, a real thing that I found in an actual <laughs> store. Above, above table. Above table on this one. Um, or below table. I don't know the terms. Um, is is the drawing of Eddie Eddie as a horse? Oh, absolutely. It's Eddie as a horse. You know it's okay. Eddie as a horse. Okay, back in character. Yo, dude, I'll take the case. All right. We're happy to have you. All right. So I guess my first question is, when did you guys notice that the sodas was being stolen? Uh, well, if you look at the expiration dates, which you already have, you'd know that the, that soda lasts approximately three weeks. And if you look at the most recent sodas in the case, which I know you did because you pulled them all out and have made no effort to put them back into yeah. the case. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, we actually replaced them today, which is when we noticed all of the cola had been missing. So whoever struck, struck last night. Last night. All right, cool. Do you guys have like security footage? No, we're horse. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. That makes <laughs> sense. I don't know how you guys would rewind it with your hooves. So okay. it requires a lot of precision that we simply don't have. Good news. I'm a very precise horse. And I sense that you are the same as me. So with my horse sense. So, okay. So mm, has there been any, how can I put this, shady characters around? Um, we haven't seen any shady characters, but we have, we did see, uh, we did see, uh, that the, that the Euro cart on the corner, we cut to a horse, I guess it's a falafel cart, like apple falafel. Is that a thing that they make? Do horses eat chickpeas? I don't believe horses. I know horses don't eat chickpeas. They'll eat carrots. They'll eat, uh, actually they don't like salty things. They put huh. salt licks. They put salt licks in the feet a lot to slow down their eating. Cause horses will eat so much and so quickly that their in, in, insides will get all messed up. Huh. Cause horses, I, I want to be clear about this are stupid. <laughs> um, sure. Apple, let's just say it's, it's a, an apple cart. There's apple cart on the corner. It, was should make, over. it would make so much more sense if it's just an apple cart. Yeah. The apple cart on the corner has been knocked over. A few other places have been knocked over. If you, if you, it, it seems like we've got a serial thief stealing things from around the neighborhood. Well, are we sure that they stole something or do you think that they just knocked over the apple cart because they put the, someone put an apple cart in front of the horse. Hmm. That's a good possibility. That does happen all the time when we have carts. We put them before our horses and they get knocked over. Yeah, well, because we put them before ourselves. Because honestly, like metaphorically, dude, you shouldn't put your job before yourself. No, you really that is listen, that, that's just a little bit of knowledge. Make me a make me a, make me a horse thing. sense roll. Make me a horse sense roll right now. The DC right. is 20. I'm going on pink. Sure. Uh, this is a pink guy right here because this feels like this comes from a place of love. Uh all right, that's a 29. Hell yeah, hell yes, hell yes. You make a real connection with this, with this. Uh, and guess what? Yeah, you are already given the Eddie t-shirt. Nice. And when he hands it to me, I take my hoof, I like give him a dap on his chest, and I dap myself on my chest, and I just look at him, I go, ponies is ponies. Ponies is ponies. And I'm like, I'm a finder soda. And I I leave and I if go to the apple cart. Give me a give me a give me a knowledge roll. We'll say knowledge and investigate roll to figure out what you find at this apple cart. Okay, that is a thirteen. Uh, a thirteen. You 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 see something, but it is only too late. And what you see is uh, uh, you see like a shape stealing a bunch of apples and and galloping off into the distance. And it's like a shadowy figure 
that is scampering off. And you swear you see a plastic bottle tucked under one of its arms. It's got big wings, kind of like a gargoyle. You get like you get the barest glimpse of it and you you swear you see a plastic bottle under it. Does it look like it's on it's running on all fours or does it look like it's running on two hind running on two legs carrying uh things like hunched over? Yeah, like holding things with its arms. Holding things with so it's an abomination. It has (laughs) usable arms. All right. So first thing I'm like, yo, that's what I just yell, yo. And right, I'm going to take off on a gallop. I'm going to try Butter, to chase. Butterfly by Crazy Town starts playing in this chase sequence. Give yep. me a, uh, what would I call chasing something? Would you call that brawn or precision? I'm going to call, I'm tempted to call that, pre- now nah, I'm going to call that brawn. I think that's brawn because, I mean, you think about like a horse's strength is you're in just its legs. Running, just running. And that's running. So I would call that brawn. So I'm also um, going to roll here. I'm going to roll this. I'm going metal dice on this one. And I want to let the listeners know this metal D20 has failed me so many times. Um, but, uh, today is not the day 19. Um, I rolled a 15, which means that you have caught up to this thing. Uh, okay. it is, it is, uh, sort like, it's like a gargoyle like creature, right? Like it's got big, it's got cloven feet. It's got hooves, but it's also okay. got clawed hands. It's got big wings. Okay. Um, it's got like a flaming kind of sort of mullet, a little bit of a horse's mane, but like a mullet thing. It, it looks like the best way I can describe it is to describe it completely. Literally. If you picture like, um, like folk or like artistic depictions of like a spring heeled Jack. It's okay. got like that, but like horsified. <laughs> I love that you have enough um, faith in me <laughs> to accurately think that I would know what a folk description of a Spring Hill Jack is. Cause I do, but like, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like not many people would, which is why I, we're I, I put it out there and I was like, look, if, I know, like, Perl- if it's going to land, I know Perlman's going to know I what this is. Gone, like, I just would have gone, this is, what, this is how I would describe the thing. Um, imagine an eldritch horror in Equestria. Yeah. That's how I would have described it. No. Um, okay. No, so, no. Folk, folklore okay. depictions okay. of Spring Hill Jack, but made into a horse. Okay. So first thing, I I, I feel like I, I, I'm, I need to make a call on this one. I feel like I should make a knowledge roll to see if I'm even aware that this is actually a gargoyle and not some sort of in Butterfly by Crazy Town words, some sort of fucked up pony. If that makes sense. <laughs> give me a give me a knowledge roll. This is going to be a DC 15. If you hit a 15, you succeed. If you hit a 20 and every five thereafter, you can ask me one question and I will answer it honestly. Okay, I rolled a 24. So that is two. You can ask me two questions. Um, you have heard legends of the thing called the pilferer. Okay. Uh, that is a thing that steals things in the night. It is sort of used as an excuse that like kids offer their parents when they when they steal a cookie from the cookie jar. It's like, oh, the pilferer got it. And okay. it's like a very kind of like boogeyman like figure that's so kind like, of he's like the Krampus. Yeah, like a Krampus like figure stealing okay. things, except now you have definitive proof that this sort of storybook uh, villain is 100 percent real and stealing just garbage really like it doesn't look like he's stolen the good apples it looks like he's stolen just trash okay so that's number one okay so that's that's just a random thing so yeah, i got two, no, questions you me two questions i got two questions okay number one um would i get the sense that this that the pilfer is stealing for the love of the game or because he looks like he needs it um 
I'm going to hit you with the Jeff Storm answer, which is a little bit of both. It looks like like he does he look? He looks kind of like haggard a little bit. A little bit haggard, like he's carrying stuff a little desperately, but like not in a way that like is. It doesn't necessarily like you can see the things that he's carrying, and it's like he's got an apple pie in his actual hand. Like it's 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 silly things. It's tiny things. It's almost you know this. Actually, roll me a. I'm going to ask you to ro- make me a roll here. Roll me a a partying roll. Partying. That's precision. And it's a DC twenty. We'll say thirty because because this is this is a, a detail that will that will illuminate things. Okay, um, so I have a six precision, uh, or six, ten, 10 horse sense plus your partyings. No, no, yeah, precision. We said yeah, precision, precision. Yeah, so six plus five, so that's eleven. So I roll a twenty-two. Um, you notice that it's it's a lot of stuff that like you kind of also I'll say it's a lot of stuff that you also had your eye on like you notice the colas but like also like um also uh like several trays of several trays of nachos from the from the not the not the super nice like uh yeah, not the yeah, super yeah. nice like gas place. station nachos yeah like several trays of gas station nachos okay um the uh, 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 one of those big fuck you fireworks is in its hand. Like one of those big kind of like giant, like fuck you M eighties where it's not so much a fireworks display as you light it once and then it explodes and you yeah, go, yeah, but yeah. fuck like yeah. a bunch of that kind of shit is in its hand and like an apple pie. <laughs> so what you're saying is these, he's stealing the things that would be coveted by people who live off of a state highway. <laughs> Cause this is where I live right now. I live. Like everything you're describing, if I drive down uh, Route 30, <laughs> you're not wrong because I've been to your house. Yeah, if you drive down Route 30, it's just like Family Dollar, Dollar Tree, gas station, a United Dairy stand. Farmers. Yeah, like you, you trying to go right now, bro? You're just calling me out. <laughs> I'm sorry, um, it was the Turkey Hill United Dairy no, Farmers. No, no, is that's my west. second. That's my second question, which I asked to the pilfer. You trying to go right now, bro? That's what are, are you trying to go right now? Is that what he yelled back? Yeah. Uh, sup. 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 Is he sup. moving towards me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, me? He's putting things down on the ground and getting oh, in nice. your face. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I puff up my horse chest, show off my stars. Oh, oh, you think you're big because you got you think you're big because you got cutie marks? You know what I see my cutie marks? Right here, right here. And he slaps his biceps. And there's nothing on the biceps. So it's just biceps that, he, that he's describing his biceps. Dude, look at you, man. Look at you. You're around here trying to act all cool. You only got two legs, dude. You oh. only got two legs. Oh, oh, so now, so now, now, no, that's how we're going to be now. Okay, that's it. That's it. I'm dealing with this. I'm dealing with this right now. Where are you trying to go? Where are you trying to go? Roll me a brawn roll right brawn now. Brawn roll. Uh, it's a natural two for a nine. <laughs> um, You do not succeed as he slaps you in the face and pushes you over. It doesn't no. hurt. It doesn't hurt you because yeah. he only rolled a 10, but he does yeah. just like disrespect you a little bit. Okay. First thing, before I get up, I look around. Does anyone see that? Um, Is there anyone around who just saw this gargoyle slap <laughs> me and push me down? Because I feel like if anyone sees it, that's a different reaction. <laughs> I'm <laughs> I'm I'm tempted to say yes, but I honestly think it might be no. Okay. I'm just like, yo, bro, 
bro, why are you doing this? What? Why are you acting like this? Make me a make me a horse sense roll. He's not a horse, so I don't know how that would make sense. But all right, because you're connecting to somebody, which is one of the qualities of horse sense. <laughs> no, shut up. Oh, <laughs> twenty nine. I'm so good at horse sense. Twenty nine, baby. I'm just, you know, like we're just kind of living, you know, like it's just like we're out here. We're living. We're just like, where do cutie marks even come from? Like, you know, where do demon marks even really come from? We're just trying out here to live. We're trying to have a great night. We're trying to we're trying to throw down, bro, 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 bro. First thing, chill. When you say we, do you mean like I and I and I point my hoof at him (laughs) when I say I and I point my hoof at myself when I say I. So you mean like I and I I mean, mean like, are you you are you a narc? Are you a narc? Hold up, bro. Are you talking when you say we? You talking about we right here? Or are you talking about like your people? My people. Yeah, there's more of you. Oh, yeah. There's a, we got goblins. We got what? vampires. What? We got a we got what we got a mummy. We only have the one mummy, but we got a mummy. We got a we got we got zombies. We got a whole monster crew. So here's my question for you, because we're over here, we're partying. Okay. We're in all the ponies. No, but but we're partying. Why are we partying together? Because I assumed your party was gonna suck. Why do you think our party sucks? Dude, we're ponies. We got cutie marks. Because because you're ponies and you got cutie marks. I haven't seen one good dance move come out of a pony. I haven't seen one good, I haven't seen any evidence of a good party coming out of your pony parse. Okay, so first thing, um, right now, Butterfly by Crazy Town has begun to pace back and forth, <laughs> like in a weird, like like we like back and forth, back like you you've never seen a good dance from a pony bro okay first mm, okay before you go back to your party come with me come with me to my party okay but before uh, we do that make, make me a horse sense roll i'm going to oppose this and it's going to be a plus i'm going to say a plus five the number to beat is only admittedly a 12 okay i got a 13 a tw- 13 i got a 27 very, all right, I'll come with you. I'll come with I, you. I have a lot of sense. I'm like, all right, but listen, bro, before we go, I promised my man back there that I'd return the sodas. All right. Cause he gave me and I flip out the, <laughs> the, the was it oh, Megadeth? Fuck. Yeah, it was yeah, an Iron Maiden. The Iron Maiden shirt. And oh, I fuck. show I show him both sides. I'm like, oh shit. Dude, wait, he, wait, wait. Is that the same as hide on both sides? Yes. Bro, yo, that's the same. Yo, that's sick. Listen. You know how you know how infuriating it is when you got a cool design on your back, but you can't get to see anyone enjoy it. But then you know how much it sucks when you got a cool design on your front and you know everyone behind you is being denied the beauty. That's this it's shirt. A, that's a win-win. All, all of it. That's a win-win. I don't know why every shirt isn't the same design on both sides. Shit, I'm fucking blown away. I am blown away right listen, now. Listen, listen. All right, you don't even have to come back inside with me. Okay, you can just stay outside. I'm going to return the sodas. I'm going to get the other sodas that I'm going to take to the party. And let me introduce you to some cool people. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I believe you. I believe and by you. people and by people. I want to be clear. They are also ponies. Sure. Sure. I, I had, I had admittedly assumed that. And you know, maybe that was wrong of me to assume, but like, I, I, I will acknowledge that I assumed that. Okay, cool. So I guess I take them back to, 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 Pony you dollar, do. you do. But at this I, point, it is it has been. Yeah, you take him back to Pony Dollar. You bring the sodas back. Oh, obviously, yes. 
Uh, you bring back the sodas. He's waiting outside. Uh, the 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 shopkeep doesn't ask any questions. You did your job. Uh, says like, if you want these, I can give you these half off because technically they're damaged goods. Clear, dude. Yeah, done. Awesome. All right, thank you, thank you. All right, done. Thank you, my dude. You hand you get the you get the sodas. You mm-hmm. take the pilferer to your party. Yep. Uh, roll me a partying roll to see how the party is going. Okay, so that is a twelve. Middling. Party's not going great. You you were like late. Middling, I was. You were late a while to get the sodas. You were late with the sodas. Ponies need sugar. Yeah, you know they're 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 really they're tired. You know the energy is low. Admittedly, pretty embarrassing party to bring somebody to. Okay, okay. So I look around at all the ponies there, and I'd like to call over to five of my pony bros, who I shall name now, okay. based on, uh, based on the <laughs> the magic legend ponies name generator. Um, so I, I call out to my homie beat gleam. I call out to my homie comfort. No second name on that <laughs> one. I call out to my homie count Septimus. I call out to my homie count Septimus covered in gauges, just all gauges covered, covered in gauges. Also his cutie mark is the Decepticon symbol. Yeah. 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 It's clearly a decal that's been stolen from a Honda. Um, it, it is it is it is holographic and iridescent like you see the the the, the shine on it yep uh so that's count septimus right i call out to my homie pinky kick uh pinky kick um immediately gets over to actually i'm gonna ask you for a role here okay uh, well actually call out to your final who else who else are you calling out is there one uh, more i i i yeah i mean there's some of these names in here, guys, are insane. I want to let you know, you guys are never going to see this list. Um, it's po- impossible. It was randomly generated. Um, so I'm going to call out. There's so many names to choose. There's to four. Choose you got here. one more. I know. I know. I want the audience to know, though. There's so many names to choose from. All of them are gold. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to call out to my last homie, my closest homie, Lightning Aloe. Oh, yeah. Lightning Aloe? Mm-hmm. Um, now here's the problem. Here's the problem that you're facing as you gather, as you gather your crew together. And that is that pinky kick way too into mosh culture, way too into moshing pinky kick. And like, is not like the fun and supportive and like enthusiastic and respectful moshing in the uh, uh, person is the, like, I'm here to get violent, like throwing kicks in a big way. And like, clearly like trying to work some stuff out in the mosh pit in a way that is not healthy or respectful for anyone involved. Clearly like a problem that, that, that then like immediately when you start gathering people together starts, you know, doing the jumping into people and throwing kicks and you're like, you know, calm. Do you, how are you going to calm down? Pinky kick. All right. So first thing, I want to, I want to get right over to pinky kick. I take both my hooves, my front hooves, and I put them on either side of pinky kicks face. And I go, bro, look at me, pinky, look at me, pinky. Where's Pinky? What? Pinky, you're going too deep, man. We got you got you can't just start a kick. All right? You can't start at a hard kick. You can't be double jumping. Okay? Make me a horse sense roll. We're not at rodeo yet. That's a 20. You need to beat a 20. Hmm? That is a 25 because I'm right, 15 it. plus you 10. It. You got it. I'm so glad right. I dumped okay. in the horse sense. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. Okay. Uh so I'm just like, bro, listen, all right. I want you just to follow my lead. 
Okay. Okay. All right. You'll be Wait, able. You to know, kick. if you need anything, if no, you need anybody, I will pinky. stop them. I will stop a motherfucker I know that. into the pavement. And, and Pinky, and Pinky, you will know the exact second I need you to do All that. Right. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. And I, 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 I reach in. I put my my hoof behind him. One arm, like a one arm hug, a little too long. Like until he tries to like push a little bit. I'm like, no, no. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. I'm just, I'm, we I, family. I'm, work, I'm working We're on family. You know, all I'm right. Working. They say friendship is magic, but family is everything. Can you give me a random name off of your list that you didn't use? Um, yes. Uh, Toffee Talk. Toffee Talk left me, and I'm just, I'm trying to deal, man. I'm, I'm trying to deal. No, I'm I trying, get it. Trying to deal. Dude, I get it. I get it. You're I'm trying better. to deal. Listen. You're better than them, all right? You don't need toffee. I'm, tr- I'm trying. I'm trying. Why you need to listen, Pinky? Why you need toffee when you already so sweet? I fucking love you, man. I know. I fucking love you. I now fucking love party. you, Butterfly by Crazy Town. <laughs> now let's fucking party. And I, I, I. Uh, first thing, I slide the bags of soda over to the soda bartender, uh, whoever's manning those. <laughs> um, hopefully, they have. <laughs> Solo cups for all the soda and ice that I just bought. <laughs> they have solo cups, but no ice. And it is a lot. A lot. Is, I want to point out, it's a ridiculous amount of one liter bottles. Like, it, and it, it, you can see whoever's manning the sodas at this point is upset. The way, the way a wedding bartender's upset that they have mid sized cans to pour at a wedding that most people aren't drinking at. So, like, they have airplane cans for mixers, which would make a 12-ounce cup plus jack. So now they have to use one and a third can yeah. to give someone a 12-ounce like ginger round. They're like, what the fuck? So they just have all these open bottles now to the side, <laughs> and they're trying to keep them straight. And I'm just like, all right. And People are I like, can I have a cola? We've already used all the cola. You have a coconut? Do you want to? Do you want to? Do you want a coconut? Do you want a coconut? Sure. Not, not a lot of demand for the coconut. Um. And then with my crew, I, I lean over to Lightning Aloe. Lightning Aloe, I want to point out, very greasy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Very greasy. And this isn't an Italian thing. This is just, it's just a greasy horse. There's nothing about <laughs> it. And I'm just like, yo, Lightning, get over there real quick and go tell the, beat, tell the DJ to put it on the track. You know the one. You got it. You, um, give me a partying roll. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. But I'm going to say add an extra three to that because uh, because lightning aloe, lightning aloe knows a guy that knows a guy. Thank God I got that extra three. So that is a 17. Um, Comes back over. They only got the acoustic remix. No, we can do this. We can do this. We can do this. We can do this. All right. Hit it. Hit it. All right. So they put on the music and I have me and my five boys line up. And we proceed to dance exactly like what were the techno goth kids dancing under the underpass? You know what I'm talking about? Fake? Not really. Do you, you not remember the techno goth kids dancing under the underpass? What was it called? Where it's like people have remixed it with a bunch of different songs, but they're wearing like the large pants. Okay. Yeah, I do know this. Yep. Yeah. Techno goth dance gif. Yeah, that's the one. Okay, yeah, I do know this. Yep, yes. yep. <laughs> yes, we all, like with the pipe cleaners in the hair, the whole deal, we all start slamming hard. We get up on our hind legs and start doing the spin. But here's the thing, because it's the acoustic mix, we're making the noise with our mouths. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, that, I want to let the listeners know that was all me. That was not. That was that was that, that was, was not that was authentic. That was that was. Now, now here's the problem. Here's the problem. You've you've you you can see the pilferer kind of getting into it, but you see him look around. And he's like, "Is this it?" I mean, but like the crowd's not exactly not exactly a, a hot crowd. Not exactly people that I want to be seen with. I don't understand what that means, man. Like. Like, 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 where are the movers and shakers? It's kind of just a bunch of ordinary people. Where are the, where's the, where's the oomph? Where's the sex appeal? Where's the, where's the, where's the firepower? Up. Uh, well, I mean, this is like every pony in the land. You stand in front of all of Equestria right now, my, my dude. When's the last time you think a, a pilfer was invited to one of these type of parties? Uh, well, I mean, that's a whole problem in and of itself. But like, I'm just saying, like, if I'm there true. was, if there was somebody here, that like could really sell me on this being a sick party, then maybe I would, I would change my opinion and bring my friends here. and We make this a super party. But like right now I'm just looking around and I'm like, this is a, this is a, this is a base level crew. I, uh, I go, okay, no, I get you. I get you. And I reach into my pocket and cause my horse has pockets. I guess it's my sure. saddlebag. I reach <laughs> into my saddlebag and I just pull out two sugar cubes. And I'm like, if you're trying to party, I do love sugar cubes. Yeah. All right. Here's what we'll do. Here's what we'll do. If you can, I'm going to bring my, I'm going to bring my, I'm going to bring my crew. I'm going to bring my crew. We got We got our vampires. We got our mummy. We got our zombies. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm going to need you to concierge this. I'm going to need you to, to make that, make sure that they feel entertained. Cause if they come and have a bad time, that looks bad on me. Yeah. And that looks bad on that looks bad on this whole party. So so you gotta give me about 20 minutes though, because I gotta prepare everybody. That's fine. You're That's gonna be fine. showing up here with gargoyles, vampires, a single mummy. <laughs> like that could, I don't know if you know this, ponies spook super easy. Okay. I, I have heard this. With with your vampire, for instance, like if he turns quickly, does lightning always strike? Because I don't know if you know this, ponies terrified of lightning. We'll just take off running. When they hear lightning, I thought so much the lightning actually. It's the thunder. So like, I want to bring the thunder, but we can't bring too much because like my boys will get spooked. And then before you know it, like we start shooting rainbows at everybody. And Light, then lightning, aloe is behind you. Yeah, did you say thunder? Is there thunder? No, lightning, I will run. Lightning, I will run. I will run right lightning, now. Lightning. I, will, I will run right now. Lightning. No, no, we're cool. We're cool. We're cool. There's no thunder. All right. Okay. Okay, it's just hot. All right, that's why there's some lightning. It's heat lightning. <laughs> it's heat entire, lightning. The entire crowd is gathered around lightning aloe. There's no thunder. There's no thunder. We're good. We're good. Yeah. The thunder you made a, is alive. The you thunder made a, is alive. You made a promise right now, Butterfly by Crazy Town. You made a promise that there's no, man, no thunder. I'm prompt, I'm prompt lightning. Look at me, bro. I'm looking. Look, I told you. It's a hot summer right now. There is no thunder. Okay. okay. The only the only lightning I see right here is because of the heat. All right, right. Lightning, aloe. That's we right. all need the aloe. We all need the aloe because you can't stand the heat. Yeah. That's all what right. I'm talking about. Okay. I'm gonna go gather my crew. Pilfers. <laughs> I'm gonna gather my monster crew. We're gonna come. We're gonna have a monster mash. Okay. It's gonna be good. Okay. So I go over to the DJ booth and I I say to the DJ who I'm assuming at this point is named Colin Hanks. <laughs> No, I'm not calling him in yet. <laughs> I'm gonna assume. I'm gonna assume that his name is Oregano Charge. 
Um, and I say, yo, oregano, let me get the mic real quick. I got to make an announcement. All right, cool. I'm going to go make the pizzas. Nice. <laughs> uh, yo, 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 everybody. First thing, first thing. Friendship is magic. Friendship. Friendship. All right. So listen, y'all. I know that many of you here uh, believe that the pilfer is a fairy tale made up to scare children. Um, I'm here to tell you right love now. Love that fairy tale. I love that fairy tale too, man. Remember, life is stories. Um, I'm here to let you know, though, that fairy tale, not fairy tale, actually real. Met the pilfer today. No. Yo, calm down. All right. He's not scary like thunder. I will kick him. He is not scary <laughs> like thunder. I will, I will kick him right now. No, no kicking. Pinky. Pinky. No kicking. Okay? okay. All right. He's not scary like thunder. He's cool like lightning. Oh, lightning is sick, though. Lightning is sick. All right. Especially when it's going off behind us as we're running in a cool breeze with a mountain behind us. We all know this. We know this. We know this. So I want to tell you all here that I've become friends, which is magic. Magic. Yep. Yep. Friendship. With the pilfer. We have become acquaintances. We're trying to we're trying to build more magic with them. We're also trying to, you know, bring down some of the hostility. And I'd like to make this party the best party of all time and all of Equestria. With that being said, I've invited the pilfer and his friends to join our party and bring some of their party favors with us. So I don't want anyone to get startled when the pilfer returns with other gargoyles, a few vampires, and one mummy. Okay? Was everybody cool with that? Uh, that's fine, but know that if they if they act up, no, dude, I got a hook. I got a hook. Listen, guys. First thing, okay? They're more scared of, of us than we are of them. I want to be caught. I want to be listen. If there's one moral to this tale, is that if you guys are afraid of something, that will actually cause that thing to be afraid of you, and you're causing a fear loop back, guys. Damn. And when there's a fear loop back, you know what there isn't. There's a friendship. You know what happens when there's a friendship? There's, there's no magic. magic. Exactly. You know what happens when there's no magic? We get turned into glue. <laughs> make, me a, make me a horse. It's wrong. Going on the pink dice on that one. Um, that is a 20. Not natural. Exactly. Remind, I want to remind everybody, uh, I have a 10 in horse sense. Thank <laughs> fucking God. Uh, that's exactly what you needed. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think you've, you've, you've moved the ponies. They are, they don't clap, but they, they do the thing where they, they clop their back hoof. Yeah. Um, which I had a mon- series of coconuts. The monsters arrive. Um, there's a Baba Duke. There is, uh, there's six bye-bye men. Remember the bye-bye man. There's six of them. Uh, <laughs> wait, the, this is, so there's one mummy and one Baba Duke. <laughs> there's six bye-bye men. I don't know why I'm trying to do it. I, don't, I honestly do not know why I'm trying to impress the pilfer if he shows up with just one Baba Duke. <laughs> um, monsters show up. Crowd is uh, the crowd is, is hesitant. The crowd is starting to is starting to feel the energy. Uh, what's the final thing that you do to kick this party into high gear? Okay. So first thing, I go around the party and I um, to people I know who's who's you know with it. I uh I offer him a sugar cube. Sure. Um like, yo, hey man. Not, no. to, not to pinky kick, you know. He's he he no, got pinky a kick. He he would get to kick <laughs> he, 
he follows you around for a little bit. Like he kinda, follows me around, like trying, kind of ex- expecting you to give him a sugar cube, but like clearly sees you hand them to other people. Um. So what I find do is I go up and I uh, I walk up to the DJ, the DJ whose name is Oregano Charge. Oregano I had to Charge. look at it again. Look at Oregano. Two giant things of pizzas. Yeah, and I'm like, Yo, Oregano, Oregano. Uh, I want to. I gotta play my song. Okay. He's the, I'm the, you know, I know you know the one. I got it. I got it. I got it on cue, gold. Cue up I got the a gold inst- record. Cue up the instrumental. All right. All right. So he goes and, and I guess cues it up. Yep. I grab the mic and I, I proceed to <laughs> sing Butterfly by Crazy Town as Butterfly by Crazy Town from the album Crazy Town and the soundtrack to Orange County starring Jack Black and Colin Hanks. Um, and I'd like do a little dance while doing it. So I guess I should probably roll for dancing, right? Um, actually you're invoking one hit wonders. So this, this works with auto, auto. Yeah. Nice. Nice. So I just doing that and just getting the crowd into it and getting everybody moving. You can see the pilfer is the pilfer. I did not piece together that you were the guy that made butterfly by crazy town, despite the fact that your key marks point you to being butterfly by crazy town. Yep. And you see that you see the butter that, uh, and that, I the, introduced the myself. And I introduced myself as Butterfly by Crazy Town. Yeah, didn't didn't put, the, didn't put it all together. Yep. Didn't now that I'm it. hearing it, I'm like, oh, this is that song. Sure, I I know this song. Yeah. So, we should it, with the edit. This is where we should just straight up play <laughs> like the entire half minutes. The entire try and take me down. Yeah. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do, Tim Apple? Come after us. Um. How's the crowd looking though? The crowd's getting into it. Crowd's feeling it. Crowd's crowd's energetic. Crowd's the it. monsters are dancing. It is a graveyard smash. Nice, nice. It's a good and energy. As the song is just starting to wind down, and I go, and now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for a special guest. You know him. You love him from the hit movie Orange County. He is Jack. What he plays, Jack Black's brother. Oh, I thought he was going to say Jack Black. He is the son of everyone's favorite actor, Tom Hanks. Ladies and gentlemen, Colin Hanks. And I summon Colin Hanks to Equestria on stage. Um, (laughs) It is is an eerily realistic drawing illustration of Colin Hanks. Like it is the animation quality on drawing on making Colin Hanks look the TV accurate. I would like to believe it would be a weird reverse of, you know, when Homer went through the 3D portal and oh, ended yeah. up in the real world. So like a weird reverse of that where he is still animated, but like, but they, it's the weird uncanny Valley. Like yeah. they did yeah. like grand Moff Tarkin from rogue one. <laughs> yeah. You're like, wow. I don't know why you wouldn't just put the actor right there. And it's like, Nope, we went to make him look young. <laughs> Like we wanted, we wanted to make forty year old Colin Hanks look like twenty two year old Colin Hanks, so that people know that he's the guy from Orange County. Yeah, a movie that no one watching this has ever heard of. Um, what was really important to fifteen year old Jeff who only seemed to watch it on Comedy Central at three o'clock in the afternoon, edited. How dare you? How dare you? Okay, Let's I know, see. I know when everyone watched it. <laughs> no one ever watched it in the theaters. No one rented this movie. If it came on HBO, you said, ooh, gross. But when it was on with commercials on Comedy Central 
heavily edited. <laughs> okay, but like, well, at least it's not Revenge of the Nerds three. Oh man, a movie that does not hold up. <laughs> no, none of those movies hold up. None of them do. Not like uh, Orange County. Uh, Colin Hanks shows up. The pilferer. The, all the monsters lose their goddamn minds. We are seeing Colin Hanks in person, star of the film Orange County, uh, son of Tom Hanks. This is important. Cast member on the 2005 King Kong film. Uh, Peter Jackson's King Kong. That's right. He was in Peter Jackson's King Kong. Uh, With Jack Black, right? Yes, exactly. Recurring <laughs> character, recurring <laughs> character on a Jack season Bo- of Dexter. Yep. Yeah, I think I remember that. I think he played uh, in that season. He played like a, a profile guy, I think. I think so. Uh, a recurring character on the TV series Numbers. You skipped over to the fact that he was in the other Jack Black movie, Tenacious D, The Pick of Destiny. How many Jack Black movies is he in? They're, they're, I guess they're good. I mean, they must be good I friends. They must be good. Oh, my God. <laughs> he was in Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. With, with Jack, Jack Black. Black and Jumanji, the next level. With also Jack, Jack Black. Oh, my God. They are really close. They, there's no way. <laughs> they, they are bros. There's no way they're not friends. <laughs> they hate each other, and they just keep <laughs> stumbling into. What, oh, if, fuck. what if Colin Hanks is the George Harrison <laughs> to Jack Black's John Lennon and Paul McCartney? <laughs> they just fucking hate him. Dude. <laughs> I would have made 20 movies by this point, but they just keep bringing me back. Oh uh, God. Yeah. So the party is, is a phenomenal success. Wait, hold on. No, hold stop. There's a movie with Colin Hanks and the rock and it made enough money that they said, yes, do it twice. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think I'm ready. All right. I've never it- heard of most of these other movies, by the way. I skipped over a lot of them intentionally. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, who would ever talk about, Barry Mundy. Um, okay, go ahead. So the party is a huge success. We see the we see the monsters dancing. We see the ponies dancing. What is the last thing we see before we wrap up? What is our big triumphant closing note? So as as you uh, as it pulls away, I turn to the pilfer and I say, "Hey, man, um, you know, I'm glad that we could show you the magic of friendship and how to have a good time." Uh, but you know, when I was growing up, I was always afraid of you because I was, af- I was always afraid that you would show up and steal my sunshine. <laughs> Listen, can I ask you something? Can I be real with you for a second? Yeah. Do you want to go do donuts in a target parking lot with us? Bro, I would do absolutely anything that, that isn't be here right now. The last thing we see is just a big pickup truck just doing sick ass donuts in the parking lot of a dark. <laughs> just hanging out the passenger side of his new best friend's ride, screaming at some random pony, going pointing. He yeah. somehow was pointing, even though it's just a hoof. You know, yeah. it's like a one finger point, like Techno Viking. Just and that's and that. Is a, is, is a fan made My Little Pony RPG that Alex Perlman found in his house when he moved in. Guys, I just went pony on Maine for over an hour. You did? Um, uh, and I did this 
for one reason and one reason only, ladies and gentlemen. And that is to tell you guys about my friend and podcast co-host Satoyo's live comedy special that he is recording. He's making an album. It is February 16th, 2022 at 8 p.m. Tickets are between $20 and $28. You can go to heliumcomedy.com. Uh, then go to the calendar and look for Satoyo again, February 16th. I could read you the entire URL, philadelphia.heliumcomedy.com slash shows slash 158383. I don't know what else I can do for you guys. Guys, it's going to be a good show. There will be okay? a link in the show notes. You can just click that link. You didn't have to read them. The no, link, I, 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 needed, you did. I needed to. I want to go full. I don't want to ever be accused of not going full tilt. Okay. I appreciate it. I, I'm pre- trying I appreciate that. This month, I'm trying to do as many podcasts as possible to promote this show for Satoyo. I've always been historically bad about promoting my own things, which is why I've been completely forgetting to pro- to promote my podcast, Them Boys, which Jeff has been a guest on. Um, but also, all that being said, uh, this was so much fun. This yeah. was this kicked ass. This was an absolute delight. Uh, Alex, thank you so much for coming on to the show. This I, was a delight. It feels much less problematic than my last episode. <laughs> This feels. This felt like a. This feels like a treasure. This feels like one of the most important achievements in podcasting. I get, I get it. I get why people are into jars now. <laughs> I'm good. I'm glad. Uh, and on that note, I'm going to throw it over to me in the future so that he can wrap up with the show. Take it, future me. Thanks, past me, and thanks again to Alex for coming onto the show. What a freaking episode! I. Loved every minute of it. That was a blast to edit. It was a blast to listen to. It was a blast to play. God, I love playing games with Alex Perlman. There is nobody else quite like him on this planet. Anyway, like Alex said, if you are in the Philadelphia area on or around February 16th, be sure to head to Satoyo's album recording. It's going to be a very good set. It's some very good stand-up comedy. Uh, You can find a link to that in the show notes. And be sure to check out the Them Boys podcast. It is funny and insightful, and I've been a guest on it. I talk about various issues in the world of gaming, and I think it is i think it is a wonderful podcast full of people that I really like, and so I enjoy listening to it. And uh, let's see, what else do I what else do I do here? It's been a while. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Party of One Pod. You can like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash party of one podcast. You can join our Discord community at bit.ly slash party of one discord. You can head to our merch store at bit.ly slash party of one merch. If you enjoyed the show, consider supporting us financially at patreon.com slash jeffstormer or ko-fi.com slash jeffstormer or leaving the show a nice review on iTunes or Podchaser, telling a friend about the show, giving us some love on social media. All of those things help the show do bigger, better, and cooler things and find new audiences, and they make me happy, and it's just good to do all around. Uh, You can also, um, if you'd like to listen to another podcast that I make every single week-ish, you can listen to All My Fantasy Children, which is a character creation, storytelling, and world-building podcast powered by listener prompts. Every week, my best friend Aaron Catano Saez and I take a listener-submitted prompt, we spin it into an original fantasy character, and we populate a shared universe one story at a time. New episodes drop every Friday-ish at OneShotPodcast.com. The show is part of the OneShot Podcast Network. Party of One is produced and edited, as always, by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank. All music for the show comes from the song Infinite Lives by Megaran, featuring the D&D Sluggers, except for that one second clip that I'm not, that you know where that one came from. Um, <laughs> um, and the logo for the show is by Evan Rowland. Uh, if you'd like to inquire about advertising rates, coming onto the show as a guest, or about press coverage of the show, you can email me at partyofonepodcast at gmail.com. And that is it for me. 
So until next time, thank you so much for listening. Remember to fight the forces of fascism every single day. Remember that self-love and self-care are radical and defiant acts of resistance. And as always, party on, everybody. (laughs) 